is the What Are We Doing Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing Podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 102, and we're back solo this week. No guest, no Megs. She's still recovering from vacation. Los banged it out last week. That episode was Los. That, Jesus, that episode with Los was banging, dude, okay? We've got it clipped up, thanks to our man Crimson. He'll be clipping this one, too. Shout out to you. Uh, and, uh, dude, it's going crazy. The Dre clip went a little bananas. The shorts are doing great. I'm slacking on the shorts. I got to do another short today. But, I mean, we're pretty much pretty much rocking and rolling after episode 100. Have I contemplated ending the podcast? Yes. Do I do that at the end of every episode since, like, episode three? Yes. Am I going to get killed up, bop, bop, boo, boo? Can't get the words out today, man. Holy shit. Can I continue? I mean, let's, let's go, man. I mean, what's going on in the news today? Uh, yeah, got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. Lizzo and her production company, unfortunately, are in a smidge of a heap of trouble. Um... So it's basically Lizzo, her production company, and the captain of her dance squad have been named in a lawsuit uh, by multiple of her background dancers. So when you go see the concert, boom, Lizzo. And then behind her, bunch of other girls dancing, making the stage look big, making it look good. So it's not just Lizzo, all awkward on the stage. You know what I mean? So you got to have backup dancers just like Britney Spears, okay? If you remember, we're going to go back a little bit. Last year, 2022, if you remember to last year, there's a TV show called Watch Out for the Big Girls with no I and a bunch of R's and a bunch of L's and a bunch of S's. Uh, I think on Amazon Prime, maybe, where Lizzo is the host, okay? If you didn't know, now you know, Lizzo had her own show. Yizzo, it's Lizzo. Um, and so not only was she the host and professional flute player, but she interviewed and auditioned uh, and reality TV styled a bunch of big girls to be her backup dancers, okay? As they were getting ready for this Lizzo world tour. Lizzo went dummy viral. Lizzo drops an album. Lizzo gets a world tour. Lizzo needs backup dancers. Lizzo gets a reality show. That's the timeline we're working with. Now you're all up to speed. So the show goes on and like, you know, the final dancers make the cut and boom. You know what I mean? The tour's ready. So we have all of our backup dancers and uh, we covered some of it last year. There was some flute playing and other shenanigans like uh, like she got, you know, everyone was mad at Lizzo for taking the president's flute and playing it in the in the in the in the at the at the Oval Office of the White House. I don't know. It was something along those lines. Lizzo played some president's flute in some presidential building and people were mad about it because it's, I don't know, Lizzo played the flute. I don't know why they were mad. But uh, so now, now uh, the world tour happens. Lizzo goes on tour last year into this year. 
boom, bam, bam, the tour's over. Lizzo's done with the world tour. So now her background dancers are on break. Everyone gets to go home, back to their families, back to their lives, not on the bus, not on the plane, back to reality. And so now that the tour's over, some of the girls have time to reflect and spend on their own, you know, assuming Lizzo's busy working on the next album. And I'm pretty sure they've already opened auditions for Watch Out for Big Girls season two for inevitably the next version of Lizzo's world tour with her album now or in the future. I don't know her discography, but Lizzo's got some stuff out. So she's working on season two of the show, new album. Things are coming soon. Uh, so there's been some accusations. Okay. There's been a lawsuit. There's been some accusations. There's been some things brought into the light. Uh, because up until this point, right, Lizzo was the queen. She appointed herself queen and, you know, we trusted her. She was in the Mandalorian. We covered that and how ridiculous it was. People got mad at me on the internet for some reason. I said, hey, why is Lizzo in the Mandalorian? And they said, well, because she, she deserves to be. And I was like, not really. And so it's fine. But we covered that. Like Lizzo was everywhere. She's been everywhere. She is everywhere. She's Lizzo. She's determined to be queen. Okay, she was the one everyone trusted. She was the one everyone looked up to. She was the trend center. Look at me, I'm beautiful, I'm proud, I'm Lizzo, I'm the queen. And these accusations, unfortunately, uh, include some horrific things, okay? Some things that include like a hostile work environment with failure to remedy that, religious harassment, racial harassment, uh, disability discrimination, assault, uh, false imprisonment, uh, and a few more other things that are all alleged at this point. They're all alleged. Okay. Now, uh, let's not rush to judgment. We're not canceling Lizzo yet. Maybe by the end of the episode, she'll be canceled. But as of right now, Lizzo doesn't cancel yet. Okay. So let's calm down. She theoretically hasn't done anything wrong. Let's see what's going on. Uh, here's, so let's, here's, here's the situation. A lot of these accusations, accusations, am I saying that right? That's right. Yeah. A lot of these accusations revolve around the dance captain. Okay. So not even Lizzo herself, right? Uh, Shirlene Wigley, I think is her name. Yeah. Shirlene Wigley. This is, uh, this is Shirlene. This is, she just posted this to her Instagram in light of all this news and the lawsuit. Meet Shirlene Wigley. This is who God she is. God loves you so, 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 so much. No matter what you're going through, even if you don't love him, he loves you. Glory right. to so, God. Now you understand exactly who she is. Uh, and she's named in this suit uh, as well, not only for forcing religion, uh, but a smidge of misconduct. Apparently, uh, Squiggly was out here shunning the non-believers. Shun the non-believers. Shun. Shun. Okay. Uh, she was also basically anyone who uh, didn't believe in the same religion that she did 
Uh, she would be like, hey, what's your problem? Ew, you're having sex out of marriage. Uh, she would also, I guess, harass. She found out one of the dancers was a virgin. And so she harassed the virgin of the group. Hey, man, Shirley, not cool. Don't do that. That's harassment. So additionally, uh, and then it got like weird. It got like real weird because even though she would like push all of her like religion and beliefs on the other dancers and like shun and like, you know, like tell them like what you're doing is wrong. Uh, she would come in and like, she would be like, Hey, I know that like, you know, rubbing one off, you know, in bed before I wake up or, you know, I know touching myself is a sin. Uh, but sometimes we make an oopsie and oops this morning I made an oopsie like shit like that. And like, apparently by the end of the world tour, all the other girls on the dance squad, uh, uncomfortably knew this woman's, uh, like sexual fantasies, even though she says shit like this. I had such an amazing time on tour with amazing people. So little two-sided, little one-sided. I don't know. I don't know how to think about that. Hopefully it's just, but no reason to cancel. I mean, she's not like, you know, what's what she has nothing to lose. Really? That's half of the lawsuit. So, so far Lizzo still not canceled. Uh, so far Lizzo still not canceled, but unfortunately the lawsuit does continue. Um, and Lizzo's now named. So not looking good for Lizzo. Apparently here's the thing going out after the show, right? Job well done. Uh, you girls did great. We smashed it, sold out the theater. We killed it. You hit all your moves. You did all the dances, right? You hit the Dougie. You know what I mean? You dabbed a little bit. You guys killed it. Let's go out. Drinks, food, half price appetizers on Lizzo tonight. Let's do it. So you know what I mean? They would go out, they would celebrate job. Well done. Let's take a few shots. Let's go back to the bus. Let's get up. Let's do some shots again and let's have some fun. And so, you know what I mean? It's common, right? You know, we go on business trips, like company culture. We do fun things. It's fun, fun times for everybody when you're a part of an organization that can afford it. And so Lizzo's got the money. You know what I mean? Why not treat the girls to a good time? And, uh, the tour, of course, of course, hit overseas, AKA Amsterdam. And so Lizzo planned something special, something special for a night out on the town. Right. Uh, and what better company outing than some drinks. Okay. Lizzo got a few plates. We got some apps, some egg rolls, some like little mini sliders, some like boneless wings. You know what I mean? We ordered some stuff for the table. We're taking shots. We're celebrating. We sold out Amsterdam. We just did the damn thing. Let's celebrate. And guys, guess what? After we take these shots, uh, we're headed to, we're walking down the street and we're headed to the red light district where Lizzo is fully prepared to take her crew to the nude sex shows in the red light district. And so why not 
You know what I mean? It's at this point in the story where uh, Lizzo does the unthinkable, okay? And she makes one of her dancers, she forces with extreme force, Lizzo makes one of her dancers grab the breast of one of the nude stage dancers at the Red Light District show. And so um, that makes everyone a little uncomfortable. And apparently there was an after show where um, Lizzo had uh, taunted and egged on and told her dance like, go, go, do it, do it. Because in this version of the sex show, uh, the woman on stage had a banana in her vagina and then boom, you go up as the participant of the show. Kind of like, you know, when Magic Mike, they pull you on the stage, you go up and you eat the banana out of the vagina of the dancer on the stage. And that's what they do because they do cool things in Amsterdam. You know what I mean? Fun things happen in Amsterdam that don't happen like in this country. Everyone says this country's great, but all we have is UFO sightings. Everywhere else has, you know, like universal health care and like the red light district. So that's fun. And so that made people uncomfortable. And I, I mean, listen, I could see it. I could see it, but you know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, like I would, listen, it, it happens, folks, okay? It, it happens. I was just on a business trip to New York, like, I don't know, a few months back with a friend of mine, and we went on the trip, and we had a little business, and we had a little meeting, and of course, after the meeting, everyone knows you go out for dinner, right? Once the meeting's over, you hit dinner. And if this dinner would have hit like two degrees more that way, uh, like my business partner and I, and the people from the company that we were meeting with, and a few of their friends, and like some other people over here, and a few people from the table over here, and a few guys from the bar, and like a couple behind us, like it was about a 30 group deep squad of people that almost ended up, myself included, at a sex club in the middle of New York City. So like, I understand the whole like business work culture. Sometimes you might, you know, just be going out for dinner thinking it's going to be a normal business as usual conversation. And then, you know, someone ends up biting a banana out of someone else's crotch. You know, it's like, it's one of those things that if you've been in the industry, if you've been in the workforce long enough, you've experienced some shit. You know what I mean? Like everyone knows who had that nine to five grind at any point in time that that business culture, that office culture, let's go on a trip outside the office. Things might get weird. I don't know. I mean, I don't think, I still don't think Lizzo's canceled yet. I don't think we've canceled her yet. You know what I mean? It's like, In documents obtained by TMZ, Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez say they made it into Lizzo's orbit. <laughs> they made it into Lizzo's orbit through her Amazon reality show, Watch Out for the Big Girls. And after making the cut, they allege they were subjected to a number of California workplace violations, several of which amount to sexual harassment false imprisonment and interference with prospective economic advantage among other claims. Don't know what that last one means. Maybe it'll explain it later. Maybe it won't. 
It's the What Are We Doing podcast. You know what I mean? The accusations are being hurled in a few different directions, including some of the aimed at uh, members of Lizzo's management team. But as it pertains to her specifically, she's being accused by these women of basically holding them hostage in a number of situations. Specifically, the women cite two instances while on the road with her in Europe earlier this year. They claimed she subjected them to attend nude shows in Amsterdam and Paris uh, to clear discomfort of her employees. During the Amsterdam outing, they claim Lizzo goaded her dancers to touch the nude performers on stage and interact with them in a very vulgar and explicit way. The dancers claim they felt they had to do this in order to maintain their jobs. Another claims against Lizzo her alleged badgering of these women over alleged poor performances and accusations of drinking on the job, which they say led to her consistently threatening them and their positions on the squad. The dancers even claimed Lizzo made them re-audition for their spots on a multi-hour rehearsal that sounded brutal. One dancer claimed she was forced to pee her pants right on the stage out of fear of taking a break uh, from this 12-hour re-audition. Listen... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, as one of Lizzo's backup dancer girls, you as a backup dancer of Lizzo, as far as I'm concerned, the ranking of female artists when it comes to record sales, streams, ticket concerts, seats and butts, butts and seats, as far as revenue generated tour over year over year, it's like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, maybe, maybe, maybe Nicki Minaj, maybe Cardi B, but then it's certainly most definitely Lizzo. Like, so you as Lizzo's background dancers signed up for a world tour, got paid for a world tour. I'm assuming probably didn't have to buy plane tickets or a bus pass or whatever travel. I'm assuming like, you know, food was probably paid for. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift just gave her entire team like a total of like, I don't know, $55 million in bonuses. Like each driver got a hundred grand. Like basically everybody on the squad just got a hundred grand in their bank account for, I mean, what has probably been over a thousand hours plus of work, driving overnight, not getting any sleep, and then doing a, a three plus hour show every night, packing it up, 18 tractor, 18, 18 wheeler tractor trailers from city to city. I mean, I get it. They all deserve an extra hundred grand. But then we have Lizzo. This is about her. Don't change this. It's about Lizzo. Honestly, the banana bar sounds really kind of fun. Is that where they went? I think that's where they went. Is there a clip? Oh, shit. Oh, great. So Lizzo was talking about all of this uh, years ago, apparently. And now, great. Now she's getting sued for it. So we're on the radio bragging and now we're getting sued for it. Here we go. Great, great, great. But I'm trying to go to the show where you eat the banana out the pussy. That's the banana bar? Honestly, the banana bar sounds like a really fun time. And like, I kind of want to go. I kind of want to go. I think I have friends. 
I think we have friends. I think I might have friends who literally was just in Amsterdam. I'm going to text some people. I think I have friends who were just in Amsterdam. I want to know if they went to the banana bar. I'm going to ask them just for research purposes. You know what I mean? Listen, it's, here's the thing. I knew this would happen, right? When you announce yourself as queen of something, the number one thing on everyone's mind is dethroning you, okay? It's dethroning you and war. And honestly, I think both sides are ready for battle here. Like there's no one's really, no one's really backing down, okay? Uh, you know, I mean, and honestly, uh, yeah, truth hurts when it comes, when it comes out like this, huh? You know what I mean? I guess the dancers are just, you know, they're just looking around the room. Like it's about damn time. You know, when it comes to these backup dancers, you know, they signed up for the show and the tour and the opportunity of a lifetime to dance with Lizzo. And they just want to be loved and treated good as hell. I could do this all day. <laughs> I could do it all day. I could do it all day. I could do it all day. I really could. But, um, but you know, you know, rumors say, I, listen, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. But rumors say that this is all true. But I think at the end of the day, this is where, this is where Lizzo needs to come back and like, bam, listen, Lizzo needs to drop a book. Okay. She needs to drop a book, write a chapter about how you just lost. I don't know. Go. Here's the thing. Go off do some self-loathing, do some stuff, you know what I mean? Go on a hike, do a walkabout, then come back, write a book. Write a book, have a chapter about forgiveness, have a chapter about finding yourself, have a chapter about changing, have a chapter about better future, have a chapter about what going viral feels like, have a chapter about the world tour, have a chapter about love and family, have a chapter about that. You could literally, if you take everything I just said and put it into chat GPT and say, write this about Lizzo, you could literally write the book for her and probably sell it to her. Do it as a side hustle and let me know how it goes. But, um, so like, you know what I mean? She needs to come back, write a book, drop an album, whatever she's got, and then go dummy viral for doing all of that in the wake of this lawsuit. And then, um, you might on you, here's the thing. She might lose the lawsuit. Okay. Um, <laughs> Lizzo's attorney. <laughs> the issue is Lizzo's attorney. Boy, oh boy, this is a good one. Lizzo hired the same exact attorney you hire when, um, you're a celebrity and you're getting canceled. The attorney you hire when you're a celebrity and getting canceled is Marty Singer. Okay. And so Lizzo's lawyer is Marty Singer. And for those of you who don't know who Marty Singer is, it's fine. You don't need to know who he is, but just know that some of his clients include Bill Cosby, Johnny Depp, Charlie Sheen, Chris Brown, Brett Ratner, Lizzo, and Jonah Hill. So clearly she's in trouble, uh, maybe a little bit, maybe. Um, but basically she dropped a statement, right? She, she let it go for a few days. And of course the statement included like, you know, yada, yada, yada. I don't usually do statements. Um, and basically I didn't do any of this is what she said. And it's cool. Like, you know, 
These last few days have been gut-wrenching, difficult, and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are unbelievable as they sound and t- as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. These sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional, blah, 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 blah. I am the victim. I am hurt, but I cannot do good work. It's on the screen. You can find it if you want to see it. Uh, She basically said she didn't do it. So then the lawyer of the girls who are suing Lizzo uh, basically said, um, bet, bitch, we'll see you in court. Uh, he came out, they came out with a statement, uh, that basically said Lizzo denied it. We know it's not true. Um, we have more witnesses coming forward every day and, uh, we'll see you in court. So they're ready for battle. Who knows where this is going to go? Maybe they're hoping she settles. She probably will. I don't know. She might stand her ground. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, well, we send our love and support to Lizzo. Listen, is she canceled? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, dude. It depends. It depends. It depends, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens to Lizzo. So when I was 15, uh, this was what, like three years ago, when I was 15, when I was 15, I got my first job at Subway. I'm sure I've told this story in the podcast numerous times. When I was 15. Uh, the owner of the Subway was a local of the town and her daughter played soccer with my sister. So we used that connect to be like, hey, yo, can I, can you get my son? My mom was like, I need to get this kid out of the house. I can't wait one more year. Uh, he's driving me crazy. And so can you please just take him, teach him how to work and give him a job, give him a little bit of money and just give him a job. So they hired me at Subway at 15. I made $6 an hour. I started out at age 15, making $6 an hour. Hey, look at me now. And so uh, 15 years old, making $6 an hour at Subway. I partially, 30% had to do with the fact that the Subway subs are now all toasted. The fact that you can get a toasted sub at Subway now partially has to do because of me. When I was 15 working at Subway, they had just gotten the toasters. They had no idea what to do with them. And the only thing that we ever put in them for the first three years was personal pan pizzas for the kids who didn't like lunch meat. Because everyone up until five years in didn't really understand the toastiness of the sub and the chicken bacon ranch. Like that was new. Like me and my team invented the chicken bacon ranch. Like the reason you can get a chicken bacon ranch at Subway today is because the crew that I worked with in central Pennsylvania when I was 15 years old at the Subway, we created it. We said, hey, what if we took the chicken? And what if we took the bacon? And what if we put ranch on it? What if we toast it, put a bunch of cheese on it, maybe some veg, and boom, bam, we invented it. And now it's a national thing. Every time you buy a chicken bacon ranch, I get like three cents. I make like three cents every time someone buys a chicken bacon ranch. It's a true story. You can look it up. So we pretty much created the toaster. We pretty much created the chicken bacon ranch for the subway course. And that was my contribution to the company at just 15 years old. Little did they know I would go on to be like this amazing worldwide podcaster, entrepreneur, business owner. 
I'm working on getting my own subway. Meg says it's a terrible idea, but I want my own. So we're working on that too. But basically, me and Subway have a history, okay? And uh, since 15 years old, you know what I mean? I was there for the $5 footlong creation. We had pretty much the whole idea for that wrapped up by the time they launched the campaign. So you can thank me for that too, pretty much. But um, you know what I mean? So it was a fun time, man. And Subway just always has that place in our hearts, even though the bread has a shit ton of sugar. And the only thing, the only two things I won't eat on this planet, and this is true, you can ask Megs, you can ask anybody who knows, I will not eat Subway tuna, like a tuna salad sandwich at Subway, I won't do it. I won't do it because I know how it's made and it smells and I don't like it and I won't eat it. I won't consume it, I won't try it. It's something I've never done and I'll never do. And bananas, I don't like bananas, I don't like the flavor, I don't like the taste, I don't like the consistency. Unless it's coming out of a vagina, I don't like bananas. And so the, uh, the Subway Man, it's a place in my heart and it was my first job and so if you'll remember, Subway, uh, last year they did the whole tattoo thing. If you got a tattoo, some guy got one on his back, I think, a tattoo of their new logo, you would get Subway for life. And this year, if you haven't heard already, this year, if you change your name to Subway, you will get free subs for life. So I've talked to Megs. I've talked to my partners, I've talked to all my friends, I've ran this idea by them, I've explained to them that it is not a bit, this is not a joke, I am dead honest serious about this, and if I get picked, I will be changing my name to Subway Devin okay? So at some point in time, if I get an email, you can register, you can register now, I think today, today's the last day. <clears throat> Today's the last day and I'm signing up right now. I'm signing up right now. All you need is an email address and some basic information. And then you can become uh, Mr. and Mrs. Subway. You know what I mean? And then once you go through that legal process of changing your name, uh, they'll give you, I guess, a card or a pass or an email or something to get free subs for life. So I'm dedicated, I'm down. I've been dedicated since age 15, uh, like, you know, how long ago? Like four years ago now. Uh, I've been dedicated since, I mean, basically I was born. I, I kind of wish I, my parents should have named me Subway from the beginning, you know? So uh, I've signed up and if I get picked, I'm doing it, dude. I'm doing it. And if I ever have, if when I come on this podcast, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know. But if I ever come on this podcast with a shirt with Subway on it, you'll know that my name is now Mr. Subway McCurdy. And I think it's just, I think it's fun. I think it's going to be a fun roller coaster ride when they pick me to become the new spokesperson sponsorship. We'll get a Subway logo for the wall back here and I'll be a Subway ambassador, and I think it'll be fun for everybody. You know what I mean? Like every episode of this podcast from here on out may or may not be brought to you by Subway. 
So if you don't like Subway, I'm sorry I can't help you. I know Quiznos is better. I know that's not hurting my chances of getting the Subway name change winning card, but the truth of the matter is we ran Quiznos out of this town when I worked at Subway because we made better subs. The Quiznos moved in. We said, no, no, no. We're making better subs. We got them with the chicken bacon ranch and then all the Quiznos all the Quiznos, I'm losing my voice, Jesus. All the Quiznos left central Pennsylvania immediately after that. So, you know what I mean? Subway's here and we're here to stay and we're strong and we're here to get the friction on. You know what I mean? So fellas, if uh, your girlfriend's got that butt, sign up for the Subway name change. Go to subwaynamechange.com. You have to sign up by today. And if you're seeing this, if you slept on this episode, Shame on you. Uh, You're seeing this too late and you can't do it. So when I get picked, it's going to be all your fault for missing it. So I can't wait. I can't wait. And speaking of fast food that tastes kind of good most of the time, man, our guys at Taco Bell. I just gave Taco Bell props for having like the best food at the Punta Cana airport. Okay. Taco Bell, way better over everything else at that airport and more affordable. I mean, it was decently priced for airport food. It was great. And so now we come back to the States and we're being met with a freaking class action lawsuit, not only against Lizzo, but freaking Taco Bell for their Crunchwraps. I mean, look at the photo. It's on the screen. If you've ever gotten a Crunchwrap, you understand because when I saw the photo, it sure hit me in the fucking gut. It sure hit me in the gut when I saw the photo of the Taco Bell Crunchwrap because that's what mine looks like every time. Mine never looks like the advertisement and I just need to know when the website's live so I can sign up to get my free Crunchwrap when Taco Bell is found guilty in the class action. You know what I mean? So if uh, just stay, subscribe to this podcast, follow the sw- follow Twitter, follow the Instagram, follow the YouTube channel, do whatever you gotta do. Because if and when this Taco Bell lawsuit is inevitably won by us, we, the people, uh, will probably, everyone on the planet will probably get a free Crunchwrap no matter where you live ever. And so um, just stay tuned for that because Taco Bell, they're on their way to court too. You know what I mean? Some poor judge is going to have to hear about Lizzo's banana problem, uh, you know, and now uh, the Taco Bell Crunchwrap problem probably all on the same day. It's getting a little wild out here in the judicial streets. Uh, So, you know, and then, uh, dude, this, I mean, this, um, we didn't get a chance to talk about this because I think it broke over the vacation, but uh, the, the Galago, the Gilgo, how do you say it? Gilgo, the Gilgo beach killer. Uh, He's, um, uh, I know all about it because my sister-in-law, she's from Long Island, She has her own conspiracy theories. I'm pretty sure she doesn't even believe that this guy did it. Uh, I do, unfortunately. We'll we'll talk about it maybe on a future episode of the pod. We got to have Christina back, of course. Uh, So she's all into it. She knows people, I think, that knows the guy who did it or that they're claiming did it. And so, man, apparently it's just crazy because... So he's just this middle of the road maybe brought in, I don't know, 75, 80, maybe a hundred grand a year, average family, oversized polo to work, 
hits the local bar to grab two to three to four to five beers before he goes home to the wife and family so he can withstand the dinner that he's going to absolutely hate that his wife probably spent 30 to 45 minutes cooking. And like that kind of, you know, where he's never going to really advance in his career. And like he's just kind of really been reaching for some sort of feeling, some sort of purpose, some sort of meaning in his life, uh, you know, or whether he's, he might be divorced maybe, I don't know. Uh, and so he would, so what he would do is just to really, just to freaking, just to live, he would, he would call Long Island or New York cities or wherever the nearest New Jersey, whatever type of stuff he was into that day. He would call the nearest and dearest, uh, sex worker and be like, yo, what up? Come through. I got some money. And so when they would show up, he'd be like, ah, gotcha. I don't got any money. And then he'd, uh, chop up their bodies and then bury them, uh, at Gilgo beach, uh, you know, in multiple spots and in pieces and it's, it's horrifying stuff. And so he would do that. He did it maybe, I don't know, over the span of a few years, I think. Um, and there was like, I think maybe six, seven, eight, maybe nine different victims. And unfortunately, uh, you know, RIP to them, respect to the victims, unfortunately, uh, and to their families and loved ones. Um, so they caught him. They didn't ca- They didn't know. I think there was talk about some other guy doing it. Maybe a police station was involved. I don't know what Christina said. And so, but they finally got him. It was this guy, this middle of the road, average, not that weird kind of looking uh, real estate agent guy, I think, from Long Island. So, uh, you know, the, he had two kids. I think they're a little older. I think like 30 and maybe 25, 26, I think his daughter is. Um, and apparently TMZ has reported that like they haven't even... They haven't even visited dad in jail. Like dad's in jail waiting for trial. They haven't even visited. They haven't called. And according to mom, they're crying themselves to sleep at night. And to that I say, why? If Listen, here's the thing. If I found out that my estranged father of however many years it's been, 10, 15, 20 years since I have not spoken, interacted with, almost punched in the face once in a different country of Mexico of like last year, maybe haven't spoken to my father for more than five seconds in the last 18 years. Um, if I found out because it would honestly, it's funny because of how much it would make sense. Um, if I found out that the reason he purchased his like, you know, New Jersey beach condo was so that he could go there without anyone else from the family, uh, hire uh, a sex worker from obviously off the island because Lord knows OC doesn't have uh, sex workers on every corner. And then boom, bam, cut him, brought him to the apartment, laid a tarp down, and then um, did things to them and then buried them in the sand at the beach to play fun, like that one Eminem song. If, if I found out, because that's funny part too, actually, about it. The reason my mom ended up resenting my father after the divorce is because he introduced us to Eminem. And Eminem has that one song on that one album that my dad would play for us all the time as kids where Eminem would take his ex-wife, chop her up, put her in the back of a trunk, and dump her body in the river 
All for artistic reasons, of course, because it's an album and we're talking about music. Um, you know, so uh, that would actually make a lot of sense if my father ended up doing that multiple times at the New Jersey condo to random women. Oh my God. And if I found out, if I got a call and said, hey, you're not gonna freaking believe this. If I saw an article on Facebook that said, ah, your dad did this, I would be at that prison door every morning at 6 a.m. with the rest of the employees showing up for work. I would be there the minute visitation starts. I would be there the minute visitation is over. I would be on one of those freaking phone, wired phones through the wall because he killed people, so he probably can't be out in the open and interact with you like a normal human being, so I'd have to use one of those phones like, like this thing, you know what I mean? And I'd have to use one of those to talk to him, but I, bro, I would talk, I would, man, I would listen, I would record it, I'd be like, bro, what's going on? Listen, if I found out Jeff took and did the, what the Gilgo Beach guy did, if I found out that Jeff did that, I'd be at that prison asking him every question every damn day. Listen, how'd you do it? How'd they find you? Was it DNA? Did you, what, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do it this way? How'd you, were you watching Law and Order? What, can I help you? Did they find them all? Should I move something for you? Where are we going? Should I take up your legacy? What should I do next? What's step three? How do I get rid of it? How do I get blood stains out of my clothes? And like, you know, is this a good plan for my future? What's the next move? How are we going to beat this case? Who's your lawyer? Should we get that guy? Should we get the guy Lizzo got? Should we get the lawyer Lizzo got? The Marty guy? Who should we get? Who should we get as your lawyer? Where's Johnny Depp? How much money do you have? Am I still in your will? Why'd you stop talking to me 18 years ago? Tell me about the women. Let's go. Every day, I'd be there at dawn and leave at dusk asking that man, I'd love to talk to my father about this. Are you kidding me? And I mean, like the kids, like, like, really, like, listen, like, listen, let's just call it what it is, okay? At this point in their lives and for their immediate future, no one on the planet Earth would ever listen to them until right now. And they have said not one word. Listen, your one phone call, your one Facebook video, Snapchat, TikTok phone call to the news outlet CEO of Netflix from a book deal mini series, $300,000 life-changing amount of money for your family through the toughest time of your lives away from like changing your lives forever. All you got to do is just say a few words. The kids aren't jumping. I think the kids need to capitalize. Listen, if the kids don't capitalize, I don't know. I would. That's why I'm at the prison. That's why I'm at the prison recording everything Jeff says so I can write the book. I can write the script. I can get the main series made. I can be the producer. I can get director credits. I can get writer credits. I can get this credit. You know why? Because I've got AI. And guess what? All the other writers and actors are on strike. So that gives me the ability to make the movie, the book, write it, get all the money, and profit as much as I can off of the fact that the father of these children just did what he did. And unfortunately, it's unfortunate. Listen, it's you gotta you gotta get over it. 
Okay, you gotta go over it. Dad's a murderer. It's okay. Go to the beach. Go to the deli. Get a sandwich. Get over it. And then let's let's move on. Let's maybe get a little book deal. If you don't want to do the TV thing, just get the book deal and get it done. You know what I mean? The kids gotta capitalize. But if I was um, if I was them, um, if if I found out that this was, if I found out that that was my father, I would boy oh boy would I would I have some things? Would I have the t- my life would it would change it would change i'd have to find people to run the companies i'd have to stop this because my life i would have to get a trail i would have to get a mobile trailer an rv park it right outside because i can't uh last bit here and then we'll wrap it up everyone's freaking out and wants to know if this chinese bear this chinese zoo yeah the chinese zoo This bear at the Chinese zoo is going viral, okay? Like white, gold, black, and blue dress style viral. It was white and gold, by the way. If you think it's black and blue, jump off a bridge. Uh, If it's what, like this bear, and there's a video on the screen, obviously. People were either saying this is a real bear at the zoo. He's just a skinny, derpy dopey looking bear that has taught himself how to stand on two feet and wave to the people because that's all he has to do on a daily basis because he's a bear in a zoo. They feed him twice. He comes out, he rolls over, he takes a nap, he waves to the people because that's his life now. That's what he does as a bear. It's either a bear or the Americans are speculating. I'm sure this is an American story. I can't imagine the, the Chinese people have, have contracted this story of like, oh, it's my, it might be a worker in a costume. I think if they did, they, their phones would probably like shut up. The power in their house, their cars won't start. Like if, if they go against, it's probably a government-owned zoo, so like they wouldn't come up with this shit. So it's probably definitely an American thing that, you know, we're claiming that there's a human in the bear costume. My house is split down the middle, of course, because some of us have common sense and some of us don't. Megs thinks it's a human. Megs thinks there is a zoo employee dressed in a bear costume, walking around on all fours, dressed as a bear, waving to people in a in a in a in a super kind of realistic looking furry outfit. Megs thinks it's a human in the bear costume. I am a firm believer in the bear. Listen. And they're claiming like if the bear is standing up, that's the argument, right? Because the bear is standing up and they're like, look how it's standing. It looks just like a human. I mean, if you look at Luba, where's Luba? Luba, come here. This is basically what the bear looks like, okay? So if you, if you take it, like if Lubug stands up, the mic's trooping, Lubug. If Lubug stands up, he looks just like the bear. Look at Lubug standing up compared to the bear. You know what I mean? I got to talk down here by his penis. I got to talk into the dog's penis because this is where the microphone is. He looks just like the bear. Do you see what I mean? So I don't, I think, I'm pretty sure, thank you, Lubug. I'll give you your 25 cent rate for the day. Thank you. Uh, I think it's a real bear. Okay. I, uh, I think it's a real bear. Megs thinks it's a human. Let me know what you think 
down in the comments below and like we'll argue because I think, I mean, Lubug looks just like the bear. They're both animals. They both walk on four legs. It's a bear. Megs thinks it's a human. Let's fight about it. Uh, comment below. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please check out episode 101 with Carlos. Check out episode 100 with my fiance, Megs. Check out episode 99 uh, with myself and Margot Robbie. Check out episode 98 with me and my best friend, Paul. And uh, if you haven't done so already, go to wadpod.com backslash YouTube, W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com backslash Y-O-U-T-U-B-E. You know how to spell, people. I don't know how to spell. You do. Okay, uh, that's all you need to do. Hit the big, beautiful red subscribe button because that's where we live. Uh, you can listen to this on all streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, podcasts, everything on the internet is what are we doing? This has been episode 102. Thank you guys for rocking with me. We'll see you next week for 103. Peace out, everybody. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.